Amen. It's good to be here this morning. Um, the Lord uh, changed me from what I preached down there. I was going to preach the same thing, but the Lord changed my sermon outlook. But before I read the scripture, before I pray, I want everybody to just uh, close your eyes for a minute. I want to I want to talk to you just a minute with your eyes closed, and I want you to I want you to think hard. You've got a son or a daughter that's in drugs. Do you want people to talk bad about them? Do you do you want somebody to talk bad about you? I want you to just think about this. And I want you to think, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? As these kids, they're going out tonight to witness to people. I believe, that's what Jesus would do. I believe Jesus would have some of you adults to join them. We used to do that. We've seen a great increase. We've seen people saved by adults going out and giving out food and doing things. Let's make up our minds that we're not going to judge or look at anyone in a different way we're going to keep our eyes on ourselves, on our situation love those that are unlovable as jesus loved us when we were unlovable father i thank you for those that are gathered here today i thank you lord that you're still on the throne and that you still talk to us that you still heal us you still deliver us Lord, I don't know the needs of the individuals here, but you know each and every one of them. And I pray that you would touch and minister to them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord, do your work. Lord, we need a move of God in this church. We need a move of God in every church. We need a move of God in America, Lord God, because only you can save America. Help us to do your will. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Lord, I believe you're speaking to people now. I believe you're encouraging people now. Oh, my God. Lord, you're walking up and down the aisles now, Lord, touching people. You're meeting their deeds, and Lord, you're, you're reaching out to them as they reach out to you. Father, we thank you that you're here this morning. Lord, you're here. We know that you're here. We can feel you, Lord God, and you said where two or three are gathered in your name, you'd be in their midst, and we just thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you've already done through the worship, Lord God, through the giving, Lord God. We give you praise and honor for that, O oh God. But, Lord, we know that you have more for us, Lord God. You don't want us to be stagnant, Lord. You don't just want us to be sitting around, Lord God. You want us to be busy for your, for your kingdom, Lord God. Oh, Lord, just bless everyone right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at somebody and say, you're blessed, amen. You're blessed. Every day that you live, you're blessed, amen. Isn't it good to be blessed? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. You know, Pastor Ben talked about preaching. I think the first time I preached, it lasted about five minutes. Told him everything I knew twice. 
Amen. Some people said, I wish he could still do that. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you got your Bible, turn with me to a familiar scripture. John 3.16. The Lord instructed me as before I left the church down there. And talking about forgiveness. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have a hard time forgiving ourselves for what we've done. Amen. We want to, we, we say, well, I'm not worthy and I'm not good enough. And, but when God saved you, he made you good enough. When God saved you, he made you righteous, not in your own self, but you are the righteous of God. Amen. You are the righteous of God. We are the righteousness of God. Why are we righteous? Because God made us righteous. Not anything that we've done. You couldn't buy it. You couldn't earn it. But God gave it to you. Amen. John 3.16. Praise the Lord. My old eyes have trouble reading in these modern lights. Amen. For God so loved the world. I want you to think about that. God so loved the world. Now, the world is not the dirt, the hills, and the mountains. All that's good. But the world is people. You and I are the world. And you and I are the church. This building's not the church. This building is a place that we meet. This is not the church. You and I are the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are His witness on this earth. When people look at you and I, they're seeing sometimes the only Bible that they're going to see is as they see you and I living for God. So remember that. You are a representative of Jesus Christ. Amen. You represent Jesus Christ here on this earth. If you're saved, you are a representative of Jesus Christ. And so we always need to try to think, what would Jesus do? Amen. So that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. Now, you know, when you think about it, some of us were unlovable. Some of us might still be unlovable. But God loves you. God is love. He showed his love when he went to the cross of Calvary. And he, when he said it's finished, he meant his work here on earth was finished. And now you and I are to carry on the work of Jesus Christ. When the world looks at us, they're looking at a Jesus man or a Jesus woman. We've been changed by the power of God. We're not what we once were. We've been changed and if you've not been changed, then you need another dip at the altar. Amen? John 3, 3 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, when we think about this, when we look out here, and uh, Ernie missed the turn coming in here this morning. He said there was a car on his bumper, but he missed the turn nevertheless. You ever miss the turn? How many of you know God makes, allows you to make U-turns? Amen. You get off track, God allows you to make a U-turn. God allows you to come back to Him. But we was driving through that I, I, subdivision, I guess it is, up through here. And I said, there's enough people in this community to
to fill this church up. Amen. There's enough people. But how do you... The, the Bible says that, you know, people are not going to be coming to the church by mass crusades. Mass crusades are good, but the Bible said they were added to the church daily. That means as we witness, as we testify, as we tell them about the goodness of God, when they tell them, look, you know, we look at people sometimes and we judge them. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But what if people, now you know sometimes people say, well, you're, you're a preacher. You're not supposed to act like that. What am I supposed to act like? Am I supposed to walk out around like I'm stuck up or something? Am I supposed to walk out with not smiling? Hey, we're the only ones that has a right to be happy. We're going to heaven. There ought to be a smile on our face. There ought to be a, a little pep in our step because we're on our way to heaven. Amen. Out of preach. You and I are heaven bound. One day, my, uh, Brother Manish used to sing the glory bound train. He's been dead for quite a while. Died back about 80, well, 86 or something. But he'll sing that glory bound train. Now you and I are on that train if we're saved. And if we're, on, if we're saved, we're on our way to heaven. We're on our way to walk on streets of gold. We're on our way to look at, look at walls of jaspers and pearls and all the different things that's in heaven. We're going to see Jesus. We're going to see loved ones. That ought to make you happy. That ought to make you shout. I'm going to see my grandma that lived for Jesus and testified and told me about Jesus. That's all her life was about Jesus. You and I need to be more about Jesus and less about ourselves. We can talk about the weather. We can talk about sports, but we need to talk about Jesus too. We need to interject Jesus in there. It's all right to talk about these things. I go to, uh, I go to the fitness place at Belfont Hospital. I go five days a week. I'm normally there before the open. I get, usually get there before six in the morning. Here I am retired, 74 years old, should be in bed sleeping later, but I got the urge to go every morning to work out. Why? Because I want my body to be strong. Why do I want it to be strong? That I can preach the word, that I can tell people about Jesus. I want to be a witness. I want people to look at me, and, and you know, I, I had a man one time say, I don't like you, I don't. I don't care for you. I don't like your religion, but I respect you. You know why I respect me? Because I live for Jesus. I pray, we'd, I'd see him in the restaurant. I always prayed over my food. I always tried to encourage people. I always try to lift people up and tell them, God loves you. Praise God. And, and you know, if we would be more people-oriented, we would win more people. One-on-one, -on -one, you're going to win people. People don't come because Ben's a great preacher, which he is. That's not the reason they go to church. They go because somebody invited them. Some friend said, let's go to church. Go to church with me. And they come, and Brother Ben preaches the Word, or somebody preaches the Word, and they get saved. You had a part 
And, and what they, what, every person that they win is a crown on your head because you introduce them to Jesus. We introduce them to our friends. Let's introduce them to Jesus. Let's tell them about what he's done for us. How he picked us up when we were lost. You know, I, when I was in the military, I went in at 17 years old. They told me, that they tried to get me to re-enlist. And uh, they said, you'll never be nothing but a drunk. He said, that's all you'll ever be. Well, you know I'm drunk. I get drunk all the time, amen. I get drunk on the Holy Ghost, amen. I stagger around in the Holy Ghost. I dance in the Holy Ghost. I run in the Holy Ghost. Why? Because He gave me the right to do that, amen. See, we say, oh, what if I... It, it, what if I run around the church? What if you don't? What's in anybody's business if you get excited and run around the church? What's in anybody's business if you have a dance and a shout? The world has a dance. You and I have a dance for God. Amen. Oh, praise God. I think of David. David danced and started taking his clothes off. I don't want you to do that, but I want you to dance. Amen. I want you to dance before the Lord and have... Have joy. The joy of the Lord is unspeakable. Amen. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. For God so loved this world. He loved you and I. He loved those out there. And our job, our opportunity is to go out there and tell them about Jesus. Maybe you take them a bag of groceries. Maybe you bake them a pie. Maybe you say, if you go to church with me after... After church, I'll take you out to lunch. We'll go out to eat. You don't have to take them out and talk about religion. You just, you just pray over your food, and you talk about whatever they want to talk about, but just keep your mind on Jesus, and you're there to witness to them. You're there to be an example to them, and you're a better example sometime without speaking than you are by living it. Let's live for Jesus. Let's lift him high. Let the world see the banner of Jesus Christ lifted up. The Bible said he was high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. Oh, we got to get back to that. The Bible said that, you know, the, they couldn't even, the priests couldn't even preach. They fell at the altars because of the power of God. What's wrong with falling under the power of God? We used to fall under other things, amen, when you drink or you or you. Smoke dope if you did that or whatever you did. You'd fall under that. Why not fall under the power of Jesus Christ? Why not get so close to Him, oh God, that He can speak to you? You know, sometimes I, I know, I, sometimes I feel I pray and it don't even reach the ceiling. And it bounces back at me. But even when I don't feel Him, I know He's there. Because the Bible said he's a present help in the time of trouble. You might not feel him, but he's there. And he's there for you. He's watching over you. He's kept you from wrecks. He's kept you from things that would have harmed you. Why? Because he loves you. You're his child. Sometimes a flat tire is not an inconvenience. It's a thing that would have kept you out of a wreck. Sometimes the traffic is slow and it keeps you out of trouble because there's trouble down the road and the Lord wants to watch over his children he sends angels you know what you got an angel mm. that makes you feel good no you got an angel watching over you I remember Snuffy Smith they don't get him anymore but on this side be the good angel telling Snuffy what to do 
and on the left side be the, the evil angel. You know what? We've got people, voices in our ears telling us to do this or to do that. But the good one is saying, don't do it. Just serve God. Just serve Him all the days of your life. And people say, well, you can't be happy being a Christian. Why not? Where's it say you got to be unhappy to be a Christian? Amen. Where's it say you got to... You, you got to act like, you know, you, uh, the, the, the theme in eastern Kentucky and West Virginia used to be with the preacher, Lord, you keep him broken, we'll keep him humble. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You, do you know what the Lord wants the pastor blessed? Come on, somebody help me out now. This ain't a Presbyterian church, is it? Oh, it this ain't, oh, come on. If it's a Baptist church, they'd be amen because they do that in the Baptist church. You know what? If, if we would just say... I, I want my pastor to be blessed. Amen. I, want, I want his family to be blessed. Amen. Amen. I want to be blessed. It's not wrong for you to have things in your life. The Bible said it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the keys to the kingdom. It's all right to have a boat if you don't use it on Sunday and miss church. It's all right if you have a, a show car just so you don't miss church. It's all right if you do things, but you don't put it before God. It's good to have things. God wants you to live a good life. God wants your needs to be met. David said, I was young. Now I'm old. I've never seen his seed begging. Amen. Amen. I've never seen it. The righteous begging. Amen. You know why? Because God blesses you. It's like this old woman. She didn't have no groceries and she's praying. And the man next door heard her. And he went down and bought groceries. Come and rung the doorbell and ran around the side of the house. that she couldn't see him. And she praised God for all the groceries. And the man stepped out and said, Well, you old fool, God didn't give you the groceries. I gave them to you. She said, God, thank you for the groceries, even if you use the devil to deliver them. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You see, God will give us stuff. God will use sinner people to give you things. God will help you if you will live for God. But you've got to make your mind up. This is not a race that you quit. It's not a 5K, a 10K, or a 50K. It's a lifetime. You live for God all your life, and one day you're going to be ushered into the kingdom. Oh, in the by and by, we're going to see Jesus. We're going to see Him as He is. You know why? Because we're going to be just like Him. We're going to be changed. These old mortal bodies are going to be healed. These old mortal bodies are not going to have no pain. These old mortal bodies are not going to die. These old mortal bodies, is that when we get that new body, nothing's going to hurt it. Amen? Praise God. I, I, I want to read another scripture. First uh, Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 31. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastised of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another, and if any man hunger... Let him set it home that you come together and to not come together into condemnation. And the rest will I set in order when I come. 
This is not just talking about, it's not talking about natural food, but spiritual food. You and I sometimes, because somebody's in the house, we won't worship God. Well, you, you know, it's like, uh, let me think of his name. I, I, he pastored in Louisiana, New Orleans. Uh, Marvin Gorman. Marvin Gorman had been talking to this lawyer. And he kept on talking to the lawyer about coming to church. One day, this lawyer came into church. Brother Gorman's on the platform, and he said, Oh, don't let him. Oh, please, God, don't let him sit next to Granny. Oh, God, please don't. Oh, no, God. Oh, God, he's sitting by Granny. God, don't let him sing Granny's song. No, Lord, please don't. Oh, what did they start singing? They started singing Granny's song. What did Granny start doing? What Granny did every service? She started dancing and praising God. And she was all around that man praising God. After service, Brother Gorman said, I know he'll never be back. But he went back and he talked to the man. He said, how would you enjoy the service? He said, the service was wonderful. He said, that little lady remind me of my mama. My mama used to shout like that. My mama used to praise God like that. You know what? We used to praise God. I, I was, when, when I was growing up in the Baptist church, they had those white hankies. And man, they'd be shaking those hankies. And, and they would be running the aisles. And they'd be praising God. I'm talking about in the Baptist church. And the Pentecostals, they used to be, we used to be people that was wild. Amen. We used to be people that shouted the house down. But what's happened to our shout? What's happened to our death? The devil stole it. I'm going to take back everything he takes from me. He has no power over me. He has no right over me. You and I are the righteous of God. We're the children of God. And Satan belongs under our feet. He'll bruise our heel, but we'll bruise his head. See, too many times the devil reigns supreme over our lives. Because we, we think that's the way it's supposed to be. I, I'm not a football for the devil. The devil ain't going to kick me around. Amen? You, you know, we, why are we? I went to church to preach one time, pretty large church. And, and they, that whole church, and it's Pentecost church. And you mention the devil and they get scared. People get scared, you mention the devil. Why? Why are you afraid of the devil? Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And the devil's in the world. The devil's not omnipresent. The devil's not everywhere. And he's got imps, but they have no power over you. You have the power of Jesus Christ in you. And you have the right to send the devil down the road. Sometimes you just need to open the door and say, Devil, the door's open. You get out of here. We're going to have church. We need to get back to having church. Need to worship God again. Need to lift our holy hands without doubt and, and just begin to praise our God and just thank Him for what He's done for us. I thank Him that He woke me up this morning. He didn't have to wake me up. He didn't have to, he didn't have to let me have breath in my lungs today, but He did. Today is the day the Lord has made. I rejoice and be glad in it. Too many of us, we don't rejoice that we're alive. You know, I don't have a, a fancy house. I've got a, I've got a nice house. And uh, I thank the Lord for it. I sat some time on my couch early in the morning. 
or maybe late at evening, no lights on, I just say, Lord, I just thank you that you gave me this house. See, the way I got that house, when I was pastor, the, the board wanted me to have my own house. So I bought this piece of property. I paid it off in a year. We started building a house. And, and the people in the church come and help me free. That, that's the reason I've got a nice house. When I retired, I didn't have to move. I had my own house. You know what? God's good to me. And, and if it hadn't been for the people in the church helping me, I wouldn't have a nice house. I'd be living in an apartment somewhere. But you know what? God is good. And God wants you to be blessed. You should say, well, I'm poor. Tell me about being poor. I can tell you about being poor. I can tell you about living in the ghetto. People don't. Well, you know, only black people live in the ghetto. No, they don't. White people live in the ghetto. I lived in one. My dad died and we moved into the city. I lived in the ghetto. Amen. I lived in the poor place. I lived where you had to fight every day. I'm telling you, every day of my life, I had to physically fight. That's the way it was. But you know what? I didn't want my family to be like that. I didn't want to raise my, I didn't want to take my wife into that environment. I didn't want to raise my son in that environment. And I prayed and God got me out of there. And God lifted me up and God blessed me in so many ways that I can't tell you the ways I've been blessed. You know, I've preached in large churches and I've preached to five or ten people. It's all the same to me. Amen. It don't matter how many's there. It's not how big the dog in the fight is. It's how big the fight is in the dog. And this church has gone to the dogs. Amen. <laughs> you, you, you got two beautiful dogs out there, man. I thought, now you got a dog church and you got a slime church. You're going to have a slimy dog church. Amen. But you know what? It's going to be full of the power of God and it's going to have the anointing and it's going to break the bonds of the sinner and they're going to come in and they're going to worship God and they're going to fill the place up and you're going to have to build and do something else because God is able God is the God. What's impossible with man is possible with God. There's nothing impossible with God. Amen. But you know what? Where, where it lies is, is our unbelief. What we need to pray, Lord, I, I, I don't believe but help my unbelief. Or I believe and help my unbelief. You know, I believe. Sometimes we say, I believe, but God, can you do it for me? If you did it for someone else, he can do it for you. Amen. See, it's all what you trust God for. Ben's got a great job. I thank God for that. Amen. Praise God. You see, God puts you in position. God will put you in position. Now, I want you to listen to this. And I want you to say, might as well be me. Somebody's going to get a raise this week. Come on. Might as well be me. Come on now. Help me out. Help me out or I'll preach till 3 or 4 o'clock. Amen. Somebody's going to get a raise this week. Might as well be me. You don't work. I'll take it. Somebody's going to get blessed this week. Might as well be me. Somebody's going to get a new car this week. Might as well be me. See, we got to learn to trust God. God's going to do things for people this week. But you know what? You've got to believe God and you've got to trust Him. Amen. Amen. Yes, you do. See, we're limited by our faith. 
Well, God, I, uh, I see other people getting blessed, but I'm not getting blessed. Maybe you need to change your way of thinking. Maybe you might say, I'm blessed. Every day they live, I'm blessed. You know, when I get up in the morning, I'm blessed. I used to go to church and I'd tell them, now somebody stay so we can jump my car because my car ain't going to start. My car ain't going to start. We're going to have to jump it. You know what? Now, last year, my car wouldn't start one day. You know what I did? I pushed it outside by myself. I got an SUV. I put it in gear, in, in neutral, pushed it outside, put the jumpers on it. My son came and gave me a jump. I tuck it and got a new battery. Well, how did I do that? I had money to do that. See, I didn't used to have money to do that. I used to ride on Maypops. Anybody know what Maypops is? You youngins know what Maypops are? You, you probably don't even, never use the outhouse either, amen? <laughs> Praise God. I used to have them Maypop tires, amen? They may pop at any time. They were wore out, amen? <laughs> Glory to God. You know, we used to change we didn't have money to change tires. We would break them down on the highway, take the tar off, take the bumper jack, break the tar down, get the inner tube out, patch the inner tube, get it in, get a pump, and pump it up. We don't have to do that today. I can call AAA. And see, I'm, t I'm telling you, I'm bragging on Jesus. I'm blessed. I don't have a lot of money. But every need, every need I have is met. The Lord meets every need. What time, what time you want to get out of here? Oh, goodness gracious. It, it's 1230. I, I've got another two or three hours preaching me. <laughs> I love to preach. Glory to God. But what I'm telling you here today, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him can have everlasting life. All right, if God said that, and, and let me ask you this. Does God want everybody saved? Huh? Does God want everyone to be saved? Does, anyone, does God want anyone to go to hell? Did God look at anybody and say, they're a drug addict, they're an alcoholic? No, you know that drug addict, that alcoholic, that prostitute, do you know what? That's some mother's son or daughter. And that mama loves them and prays for them and seeks God for them. Quit calling them that. Just look at them and say, God, save them in the name of Jesus. Amen. We start loving them into the kingdom. Start loving people. What's the sign say? Love God, love people. Put God first. Family. Reach out. What if everyone in here would reach out and bring somebody to church with them next week? See, God's in the multiplication business. God multiplies. He multiplied the food. You know, it's like this guy said. He said uh, he, he, was in, he, he was in Jerusalem and his wife died. And the undertaker said, you, you know, you can bury her here for... $500 or take her to America for 10000 and bury her. He said, I'm taking her to America. 
He said, you all buried a guy over here one day, and, and the, three days later, he was alive again. <laughs> Jesus is alive. He walked out of that tomb, victorious over death, hell and grave. He said, I got the keys, amen, to the king. The devil don't even have keys to his kingdom. The Lord stripped him. That would make you shout. <laughs> Glory to God. I don't know your hearts. I just love coming down here and preaching. Amen. Y'all just let me preach and just, just sort of enjoy it. Amen. Some people can sleep through my sermons, but not too many. But he did work all night last night. So. Got off at 7 this morning and picked me up at about, it's going on 8 o'clock. I appreciate it. Amen. I always wanted a chauffeur, but he don't open the door for me. <laughs> I'm going to get him one of them little hats and let him open the door for me. Amen. Praise God. Everybody ought to have a chauffeur. Amen. But you know what? Jesus loves you enough that he died for you. If he died for you, you ought to love him. You know, I tell people, if, if Jesus had a wallet, my picture would be in there. Amen. How many of you believe if the Lord carried a wallet, wallet, your picture would be in there? You know why? Because that's how much he loves you. You know, you pull out a picture and show it to your grand, show off your grandkids. And, you know, the Lord pulls out his say, here's my kids that I died for. Satan, you have no power on them because I died for them. And they love me and they serve me. And one day, I'm going to step out in the clouds of glory. And he's going to say, church. When he says church, he means you and I. Come home. And we're going to be changed in a moment. A moment of an eye, a flick of an eye, whatever the eyes blink, whatever. And we're going to heaven. Bow your heads just for a moment. I just want you to think about this. I just want you to think about your life and and I feel that the majority and maybe all the people are saved, but I'm not assuming that everyone is saved. But I just want to ask you a question today. Maybe I've said something that touched your heart. Is there someone in here that would just lift their hand? I'm not going to bother you. Just lift your hand say, Pastor, preacher, I'm not saved. I need you to pray for me. Is there anyone? Is there anyone that would do that? Say, I'm not saved. Would you pray for me? Thank God for that hand. You can put your hand down. Thank you. Anyone else? I want to ask you, if you raised your hand or not, and you would like to serve Jesus, would you get out of your seat and come up here for a moment and let Pastor Ben pray for you? It's, it's up to you. You have to make the first step. If you make the first step, the rest of the steps will be easy. I'm not putting any pressure on you, but I, today the Bible said is the day to be saved. This is the day that you need to be saved because we don't know what tomorrow will bring. You know, our nation is on the brink of war with several countries. These countries now are developing nuclear weapons that they can reach our shore. And we don't know what's going to happen. But if I die, I want to be ready to go. I confess every day. I ask the Lord to forgive me every day. 
because I don't know if I've said or done something, acted ugly, and I don't want to go to eternity lost without God. So I asked him, he said, that if I'd believe in my heart and I'd confess my lips that Jesus Christ is Lord and He's rose from the dead, I'd be saved. So simple. So simple. Anyone, and, and I'm not looking around, I just got my head bowed, my eyes closed. I just feel the presence of God. If you need healing today, if you need prayer, would you just stand? If you need anything from God, would you just stand today? And we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray that God touches you. Whatever you need, God's going to bless you. Father, as I'm not even looking around, and I'm assured that someone is standing. Lord, I pray that you'd meet their need if it's healing, if it's finances, if it's spiritual. Lord, if it's for their family. Lord, whatever it is, I just pray that if they have a need, that you'd touch them today, that you'd meet the need. Lord, because you're God, you're on the throne, and you meet the needs of your people. Lord, I just give you praise that you're touching, you're healing, you're delivering, you're setting free. In Jesus' name, amen.